podcast is a lifestyle show that sometimes crosses over into mature territory. The views expressed are those of the host and guests who come from different backgrounds and experiences. Listener discretion is advised. Mic check, mic check, one, two, one, two. Mic check, mic check, one, two, one, two. My name is Cameron. And I'm Peanut. This is South Congress podcast, episode 50. The David Robinson episode. David Robinson episode. Um, somebody was telling me... Um, this is a girl I know, and she swore it was one of the Spurs' uh, 25th birthdays. And okay. I don't think it was. It was like, it was somebody's birthday. And I think, like, I don't know how 25 came up. But her whole thing was, she was like, look, the Spurs, like, have this weird age about them to where, like, for a while, when you was, like, 21, 22, 23, you had, you know, Timmy, Manu, and Tony, who are, you know, all touching 40, give or take, right? Yeah, basically. And she was like, or you had one of these rookies who was like 18, 19, who are too young for you. Or you had like one of these international players who you have to work for the conversation. Or you have Danny Green, who's a ratchet. <laughs> it was like, yo. Real Hall of Fame right it's there. It's funny because like, yeah, like. I was like, yeah, you know, go to Club Rio and see him. She was like, yeah, no. Like, that's, he's why it shut down. So, yeah, the Spurs weren't like the most, they weren't the most um, accessible team. Depending so, she's on only for access. Wow. I mean, women like men in positions of power. Yes. True. So, you know, could you imagine like. Avoid <laughs> the herpes, ladies. Wow. Could you imagine. Um, <laughs> Us like shooting at a WNBA team? Nope. Like I, I, I that would never happen nah, with I, me I, at least. Hey, my nigga Pete. Yo, I heard the Silver Stars is gonna be in town. They got a they got a bad small forward. And that that reminds me of that time. And this is the only thing I, I'll ever appreciate from uh, the and one uh, mixtape sound. When we met Benzino. Well, besides that, I mean, even though it was a little short ass, but. Guys, and, and, that's, and that's coming from us. You don't you don't and understand how short Benzino is. He make you can 
see clear over the top of Benzino's head. Like yeah. it's it's kind of ridiculous. No, but what was the name of that one player? He he was Cadillac. It was the other guy who was like their Escalade. power Escalade. Mark no, Escalade. yeah, yeah, Escalade. Yeah, my bad. Not Cad. I'm an idiot. Not Cadillac. Escalade. Yeah, not him. It was the the other guy who was he was kind of tall, but he was he was like he was like muscular. He's kind of built. And I don't know if you remember, but we were kind of right by, like, uh, before the actual thing started, where they were kind of, I guess, walking to take the court kind of thing to warm up. Yeah. And I don't know if you remember that there was these two women that were obviously, like, they were there for one purpose and one purpose only. You you could tell. Okay. By the way, it was, like, hot as fuck. Everybody's, like, in t-shirt and shorts. And these hoes come up in these big-ass heels, like, you know, tight-ass dresses and all that shit, hair done, makeup. Big ass earrings that that I could fucking you know jump through and shit, and it was the same. It was the same rings that Sonic collects on the bonus day. Basically yes, <laughs> basically yes. And uh, and I remember like like they're dapping up the little kids like you know the animal mixtape players and like these hoes rush them and that guy's like nope like bye didn't even get the time of day and they stood there like wait a minute like. I did all this shit getting prepared to dress up for nothing. Yo, <laughs> that was like, like their body language when they got rejected. Yo, buying buying a new outfit to try to fuck hot sauce is crazy. There, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> buying a new outfit to try to fuck hot sauce is outrageous. No, but but I mean, but that's what it was. But I'm saying it's crazy, like just shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to fuck and one people, like that's fucking crazy. Like, can you can you imagine like try, trying to set up a threesome with a professor? <laughs> Grayson Boucher. No, that's funny as <laughs> shit. Um, nah, yeah, that was uh, that was a fun time, man. Oh yeah, like, it was, it, it was random. Like, I remember we had the courtside seats and like twenty bucks each. Like, yeah, fuck it, let me get tickets. We're going. The fact that M One like has transitioned into like the shorts that overweight wrestling fans wear is a testament to M One because I'm sure they're getting a lot of money. Oh, of course, selling your selling your gear in Walmart like that's. It's not the goal for like the public eye, but that's the ultimate goal. Yeah. You get in Walmart, you're set for life. You're good forever. Oh, of course, because everybody goes to Walmart. Oh, boy. 50 episodes, man. Um, and I think we've done 36 together. So like Something 36 like straight weeks we've mm-hmm. been doing this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, what's been your favorite part of it so far? I think really just... Uh you know, just just getting just getting together and chopping it up and, and having people appreciate our craft yeah. and appreciate the organic chemistry we have. It's kind of like you were explaining yesterday. Um, to to uh, no, nah, funny story. Let me uh, and I'll because yeah, I feel like you don't want to tell it because like you don't want me to. You know, I don't no, care no, 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 it's fine. No, I mean I'll so, tell it, but yeah. So, Peanut's friends in town, right? And he was like. We were leaving the bar, and he was like, "Yo, like I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go scoop up my friend." I was like, "Where?" He's like, "Yo, South Austin." I was like, "Don't do that. Like, call the Uber. Like, you know, you can you can shoot her up the way." I legit didn't know I could do that, and then I found that out. I yeah, and you and, crazy. and here's the thing. That's crazy. You tried to be fussy about it. Well, no, I didn't know. You tried, but no, but you tried yeah. to be before yeah, you didn't yeah, know. No, you no. tried to be fussy. Yeah, I was like, I was like dog, like just settle down. Just, but no, that's because it didn't make sense to me. Yeah, and then once I saw, I was like, oh, I can do this shit. I was like, listen, a whole you can, new world. You can get, you can get anything delivered. Obviously in, now. In, including that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> shit. Wow. Um, no, so, yeah, so, so, Shardy comes through, and it's like, his, his friend, and her friend, and her friend's like, you know, he's, he's a gay guy, 
Um, and cool as hell. Very. He's cool. a little. He's a little off the drink, just a little bit. <laughs> and we're in there talking, and like uh, the podcast comes up because Peanut, you know, brings it up when girls are around. And uh, <laughs> I legit did not know that she was like, I've listened to a few, and then I was like, Huh? I was yeah. like, You listen? He, he knew what time it was. So I guess so, we're yeah. talking about, um, you know, Peanut brings up the fact that I've addressed that we should be a more visual show mm-hmm. because uh, I agree. We should be a more visual show mm-hmm. because I, I just think more people will watch, more people will listen. And, you know, I've gone over the reasons, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they all make sense. It's all true. Basically. So, no, it's like I said, we you know, should do this thing to be more visual. And, like, we turn on the video episode, and I'm wearing a very conservative outfit. Oh, super conservative. <laughs> it was hot outside, goddammit. Yeah. Um, no, I remember it wasn't that hot, though. Wow. So, yeah, old boy was like, you know, yeah, he's like, yeah, you're really attractive. And do you have a girlfriend? And just shooting all kind of stuff at me. I wonder. What shoot is, or shoot. What is that, though? Like when a gay guy asks you if, you if you have a girlfriend, what is he? Is he really asking you if you have a girlfriend, or is he asking if you date girls? I have no idea. Neither do I. You know what I do know? What do you do? Know? I got the fuck up out of there. Because <laughs> it was just like, dog, like I, you know, no reason for for anybody to 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 feel uncomfortable. Like I don't want to. Not that I say something crazy. Because I'm not going to give him no dick. That's why. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm sure he wasn't wanting that. He's just making conversation. He's a nice guy. Okay, guys. We're not videoing this episode. <laughs> Peanut said that and immediately tucked his whole face in his chin. <laughs> I didn't do that. <laughs> no, so I, I got up and left and I went to bed. <laughs> never. I went to the room and I never came back. <laughs> because... <laughs> And he kind of knows, he's like, I hope you make it feel uncomfortable. I said, no, nah, no, nah. I said, it's cool. I, I go, he's he's probably tired. I go, he's he's been up late, you know, this and this. It's all yeah. good. So. But no, but no lie. Like, uh, no, she, she made me kind of feel like shit a little bit about the show. Because, like, so she's asked about, like, oh, the show, this and this. And she's like, I go, yeah. I go, basically, I go, he does, like, all the engineering, all this stuff. I, I go, he's he sets it up. I go, I come, you know, I come over. I come through. We talk shit. And then, you know, we'll go to the domain, do whatever. She's like, oh. So basically, he's the worker, and you don't do shit. I was like, "God damn!" Like, uh, yeah. Ouch. Okay. But no, but that's that's not even. Like, I mean, she she didn't yeah. mean it like that, but it, it just kind of made me feel away for a minute. I was like, "Wait, I haven't seen you in like six, seven years, and this is how you're gonna." That's how she came at you. This how you gonna come at me? Like, wait a minute. We even talked about that though. Like, that's kind of by design. Like, yeah. So that I, I'm a bit neurotic when it mm-hmm. comes to all this stuff, and so like we were saying with the playlist, like. I feel like I have to do more and more and more and more and more for it to be a tangible thing. And yep. so, no, like you, you, every time I've asked for help, you've given it yep. and that's all. And you've, and no, you've absolutely said, Hey, can I do this? Hey, can I do that? So you, you're, you're, you're just fine. You're okay, perfect. That's good. So this is the first episode where we made the episode art, like a week in advance. What's going on with the Steelers, man? dysfunctional team dysfunctional organization get rid of everybody the owners the, mike tomlin the roster get rid of everybody start the fuck over get replacements in get them all in you know we um we talked about the living on bell thing yeah um you know a lot and my whole thing was like look you're a running back you're maybe the best one in the league they don't want to pay you 
figure out how you get paid. If that means not playing for that team, that's fine. Yep, like, exactly. You say it is, but nobody was trying to give up their money so he could get more money. You know what I'm saying? Like True. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm not no, saying they should. Yeah. But just all this team and unity and loyalty and all that. Like, that's not. It's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. It's all dog and pump pony show for the cameras. It looks nice. Yeah. yeah it it's makes a for dog a nice video show. package. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's your job. And you should maximize your value at your job. Mm-hmm. Um, they you should get paid according to how good you do the things that you do. If you do them better than most people, you should get more than they get. It's just, it just makes sense, you know? And so fast forward to Antonio Brown. He seems to be very unhappy with his role on the team. Um, He seems to be unhappy with how when things go wrong, blame is placed everywhere, but on Ben Roethlisberger. And if you've kind of watched over the years, they've done a lot of things to allow their quarterback to place blame elsewhere, and not a lot of blame gets placed on him. Like, he's in a very cushy position. Oh, yeah, of course. Even um, with all the bullshit he's been through. Yeah, yeah. And, and, then, and they still give him free passes, but, again, he has complexion for the protection. Yes, yes. I mean, he has, he has a cool nickname. You know, he won a Super Bowl, got to another um, – you know, and clearly, like, has the favor of his coach. And I'm not, none of this is, like, him being wrong, but nobody checks him. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody steps up and says, like, yo, you wrong, you need to sit down. Um, I, I don't know why. Like, for Ben Roethlisberger to have clout is crazy to me. Yeah. Because I'm like, how? <laughs> how? Like, how, how do you have this clout to where you can get away with this stuff out of everybody ever? But, you know, it's like that. Um. Cowboys won a playoff game. They did. How, how do you great. feel about that? Uh, you, were, you were you were hyped. You wanted you tried to hide it yesterday a little bit, but you were pretty hyped. No, I mean, like I said, you know, I'm excited for them. I mean, that's good. You know, I, I don't want to fuck up the players' bag and nothing like that. They 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 played a, a well game yesterday against the Seahawks, uh, a very good Seahawks team that that is that um they've had their issues, but they're still hungry and they, they still managed to make the playoffs, but. They, they squeaked it out, and now they get to move on. And depending on the games today, you know, we'll determine they're going to play either the Rams or the Saints next week. So Brian Schottenheimer needs to be fired, and that's the uh, offensive coordinator for Seattle. Mm-hmm. How do you have Russell Wilson you run that dog shit offense? Like, they should have been throwing that ball up and down the field because when they finally did it, it worked. Yep. Like the, the 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 Dallas the Dallas secondary has always been the Achilles heel since we've been in high school. And that's not even I'm not even that's not even a shot at Dallas. Yeah. Like they, that's they just, play that's just well. the truth, yeah. But it's like they can't I, cover shit. I don't I don't know what offense that was. Like they didn't go tempo until they were down to where they had to. I mean things happen, your kicker gets hurt, you know, there's some phantom calls one way or another, but no, um I'm not gonna say nice things about the Dallas Cowboys. Other than Ezekiel Elliott is the very best running back I've ever seen in falling forward. And that's an extra two, three yards every play. Um, it, it's incredible how he does that. Um, but that's all I got for them. Yeah. No, I mean, like I like nice said, it's, about it's, them. And then Amari Cooper trade looks great. They, at first, at first they look like idiots. And now, now that now Jerry Jones looks like a fucking genius. It looks and it look, great. It looks like no one's ever going to check his ass ever again. I mean, I'll still. You still going to give him that work? Yep. All right. But, you know, I, I'm still waiting for him to finally 
make it to the other side, and then I'll be like, okay. Go to the you want Jerry to go to the upper room? Yep. <laughs> I'm waiting on it. Al Davis Jr. over there, so low key. Andrew Luck's the best quarterback in football. Low key. Ooh. Who's he throwing to? I don't know. T.Y. Hilton. That's it. Yeah. Who is who's fast as shit? But T.Y. Hilton's his one. You can't name another offensive player on that team. Nope. <laughs> and, and they took apart the Texans yesterday. Yeah, it's 21 it's... skunk in the first quarter. Jesus Or in the first half. Wow. But it's 14 nothing with like a minute to go in the first. But you knew that was going to happen with the Texans. I mean, the Texans always shoot themselves in the foot in games that they should win. And, you know, every, everybody does this whole, oh, the champs again. No, they play in the AFC South, possibly the worst division in the NFL. Like It's not great. And no. that's the thing. Yeah. Andrew Luck won 10 games with nobody. Yep. And I can't even say, like, they got – they drafted an offensive line um, instead of going, like, skill player, skill player, linebacker. Because they, they know what they have. They drafted a line, and he just needs time. Yeah. And they – one thing that they did that was really cool I saw, a lot of their plays were designed as rollouts. And so if you're not standing in the pocket, Watt and Clowney can't push back. Like it was, it was a great gameplay, or yeah, game design the whole way. Um, I was really impressed. I think, um, that, like I said, like, and I point out the more impressive thing was they started out one and five, correct? One and five. They started out one and five. They won nine games under the radar. Nobody knew. No, I didn't even know. Hell, I I, I thought they were well out of uh, playoff contention until like week thirteen or fourteen when it's like, okay, you know, the Colts. I was like, what the fuck? I go, I remember that like they were playing like shit, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden. They're, you know, well above a 500 record, and they have a chance to make the wild card, and they did, and they won that bitch, and they're still alive. Like, no, nah, kudos to the Colts. I mean, they're, they're definitely a team that they're playing good, organized football together. Everybody's on the same page. They have no bullshit drama. Like, shout out to them. Everybody's going to hear this mm-hmm. after these things happen. Yeah. But um, give me your prediction. Uh, Baltimore and San Diego. Baltimore is going to beat them. Really? Okay. Uh, San Diego, they're like the NFL version of the Georgia Bulldogs. They're going to lose the game that they should not lose. Yikes. Um, And then Chicago and Philly. Uh, I don't know. With Nick Foles back there, quarterback, that it, it kind of changes everything. I want to live in a world mm-hmm. where the Eagles win the Super Bowl again. Back-to-back Super Bowls with their backup quarterback. Just to see what happens. Like They'd have to get rid of Carson Wentz at that point. Yeah, Carson Wentz would be... I mean, at, at this point right now, I say Carson goes. I would give. I would cut Carson Wentz and keep Nick Foles and pay if his... They pay win, and, if they win today, I think... Wentz is gone. I think he's for sure gone. I think you look and see what you can get for him if they win today. Because I don't think you, I don't think anybody wants Nick Foles, which isn't a shot. But Nick Foles is Super Bowl MVP. Like Nick Foles brought the Eagles back from the dead because the Eagles were out of it at one point. They, they were done. You know, they were when, even when Carson Wentz was back there and he was healthy and playing, like they, they were pretty much done. And then he got happened to get knocked out, and then Nick Foles said, "Okay, it's Big Dick Nick time." And he went back there. One Don't of some, ever say Big Nick Nick again. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, it, it's a nickname that rhymes, so 
you know, and like I said, he he sets it back there and he's he's doing his thing, and all of a sudden they, they squeak in and make the playoffs. Like, I mean, obviously Nick Foles, even though he may not be the greatest quarterback, he may not have the best skill set, but he he can play, he can lead. You know, he knows how to win, and that's the only stat that should matter when you're an NFL quarterback is are the W's, nothing else. Like, I'm I'm fine. Like, if he wants, if he throws, well. Now I'll say if he throws X amount of picks, no, I, I don't want him to throw so many picks. But my thing is like overall, if he's gonna win, like that's fine. Kind of like the same thing with Vince Young. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't realize Vince Young's uh, win percentage. He's above five hundred, and he won with a shitty Titans team, almost made the playoffs. <coughs> so I say like right now, with the Eagles in the playoffs, I say seventy five percent. Carson Wentz is gone. If they win today, Carson Wentz is absolutely gone. And if not, then you need to fire every, all management in the Eagles if they get rid of Nick Foles after this shit. Because he saved their ass twice. Your hometown San Antonio Spurs Yep. played the Toronto Raptors a few days back. That's the very first Spurs game I've seen this year, to be honest. They or in a while. They Kawhi Renner out of the building. Yeah, of course. I mean, dog, San- San Antonio fans, like, I love the Spurs, obviously. But San Antonio fans don't know NBA basketball. They'll be the type to tell you, Tony Parker, when Tony Parker was like, oh, he's the best point guard in the league. What? Why? Because he plays for the Spurs. No one's better than him. Okay. It's a fan base that does, yeah. that does not watch a lot of games outside of, of the Spurs. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. like it's kind of like Texas A&M football fans mm-hmm. like they think that their team is so great and this and this like they don't watch football outside of A&M football. And it's like, no. Like your team is not as good as you think it is. They're they're going to be the future Arkansas. Give it a couple years, they're going to be Arkansas. Calling somebody a traitor is wild. Yes. Cuz it's like it's it's a job. Like if I if I leave FedEx to go work for Kinko's, I'm not a trader. Like, it's not life and death. Yeah, exactly. And my, my thing, too, is also, like, what people got to understand is these same assholes that it's like, okay, so you're telling me that if your shitty cubicle job that you bitch about every day on social media, if another shitty cubicle job is going to pay you X amount of dollars more and you're going to be a little more happier there, like, you're not going to take it. Like you're full of shit. Yeah, no you're doubt. full of shit. And you know, like, like you know, like I say, it's no hate towards Kawhi. He's a great player, and I will say, you know, just like like he he's not wrong when he said, "Hey, you know, it's all love for the city, but just know when I was here, I gave it my my blood, sweat, and tears." And he did. You know, he played his ass off, and I was very appreciative to to be able to have another player, have a, a player of Kawhi Leonard's skill on the San Antonio Spurs because obviously San Antonio is not an attractive destination. Unless you like to fuck, you know, big Latin women, then okay, you know, play for the Spurs. As my uh, host over here looks up to the sky, so, you know. I should have worked on my dribbling more. True. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, and, you know. It's, but uh, but no, but I, like I said, it's stupid. And, and it's like I was explaining to somebody the other day. I go, the reason why a lot of Spurs fans do a lot of dumb petty shit today is mainly because a lot of your real Spurs fans, they don't really attend games anymore because, one, the tickets are very expensive. Um, two, you know, like, they also see the bullshit. It's like the games aren't as loud. They're not as as fun as they used to be. Like, a lot of your fans now, they're the type of people that 
are the kind of people that can be like, oh, well, I hang out at the Pearl, you know. It's like, okay, were you hanging out at the Pearl like 15 plus years ago when it was absolute shit? Were you hanging out in that area? No, you weren't. You're only there now because somebody took the area, they flipped it, made it nice, made it beautiful, put some grass out there, you know, put a couple of like uh, bullshit boutiques and whatnot, and now you want to go down there and hang out like, oh, it's like everything's good. But... No, I mean, like I say, it's a damn shame. You know, it's a damn shame that Kawhi got the the treatment that he did. You know, like I said, I, I'm a life lifelong Spurs fan. I've been a Spurs fan since I was five years old. Like, you know, almost I'm pushing thirty years of being a Spurs fan. But no, I mean, like I said, you know, even though um, when you look at it first, yeah, he looks like a bitch. But then you know, when you fully understand it, you're like, oh, he's just unhappy. Like I I can relate to that because that's the reason why I left my last job that I was at, you know, the school that I was at, I was very unhappy there, didn't like it, I didn't want to be there, and I was getting more, you know, I'm getting paid more money to be in a position to where I actually like to wake up and, you know, teach and coach, so yeah, no, I mean, I, I know exactly how it feels, I mean, obviously, it's on a much lower scale, but I I, I know how he feels, like, and, you know, th- there's no love, and I want to get the bag, I want to be successful. If you don't like your job... Fuck that job. Exactly. If you don't like the location you work, fuck that location. Yeah, exactly. It's just not that deep. No, it's, it's really never not. Be. But I mean, there's, there's this one writer out of San Antonio who's like, his hangup is, well, he accepted twenty million dollars to play nine games. My nigga, that's not your money. Like, that money isn't affecting you at all. Oh, you, yeah. Don you Harris said that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don Harris can't shoot. Nope. Can't dunk. Never seen him on the block. Like, <laughs> get off his dick. That's crazy. Like, it's Monopoly money. It's like, so you're trying to tell me if you got paid $20 million to do nine broadcasts, you're, you're going to turn that down and be like, no, I, I want to work all year and take less money. If Fuck they, that. If somebody tells you, okay, you're going to sign this contract for a million dollars, right? Mm-hmm. Now, we want you to work 50 days. But once you sign it, even if you don't work 50 days, we have to pay you. I'm taking that deal automatically. And you know beforehand that you're going to quit in 10 days. <laughs> you're going to be like, no, nah, I don't want the million. I, I, don't, I wouldn't be able to sleep at night. Man, fuck them niggas. Man. <laughs> I'm coming for all your motherfucking money. No, nah, it's just. It's, that- it's legal. It's. San Antonio people are just different people. Oh, my God. I mean, I, I love my people and everything, but it, it's just the the now Spurs fans, they're, they're not really true Spurs fans. They're, they're just kind of like, well, now this area's beautiful. Let me go attend a game, like kind of Spurs fans. Like, those motherfuckers weren't really there when it was at the Alamo. He had to go through the hood and shit and had to go through the fucking slums. It wasn't out there. Mario Ellie was getting it in. Nope. <laughs> Congress and the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast have two online stores to buy shirts, hoodies, stickers, mugs, notebooks, and more. Visit redbubble.com and tpublic.com and search Seahawk to see all of the merchandise. We run specials every few weeks, so join the South Congress and East Coast cast Facebook fan pages for all the details on our online specials and promotions. Oh, shit. Okay, enough about bum-ass basketball. <sighs> we we don't want to go into detail about it, but it's R. Kelly doc, man. Uh, 
I don't really know. I don't really know where to start with it. Um, it's a tough conversation to have because when you have to sit back and listen to, you know, women tell their stories, um, women telling the stories about when they were young girls, it's difficult. Um, when you have to listen to men who were around explain that they knew something was wrong, but they didn't speak on it. It's difficult. Um, my biggest takeaway from it is just that a lot of adults failed a lot of kids. Mm-hmm. We, um, and let me talk about something that bothers me with, with all this. They start the documentary talking about how R. Kelly was, you know, hanging out around the high school and picking girls up. And then people we knew after that were on social media basically saying, how you be made to R. Kelly when you knew guys, you know, you were in high school and guys who were like 23, 22 were picking you up from school. And like, <laughs> I don't understand why people think that's okay. Like, well, you, like, it's weird to say, oh, you're mad at R. Kelly for being a statutory rapist when you were getting statutory rape too. What, what, what's the rationalization for that? How does that make sense? Like, I, I don't know how you fix your fingers to type that. And it bothers me because to say that, like, the culture is toxic, to say that the relationship between high school girls and, like, grown men is toxic, like, I remember... Peanut, and I mean this. When we were freshmen and sophomores in high school, a lot of the girls didn't want to date us because they felt like we weren't mature. And so. That's how they still feel about me, which is funny. Well, yeah. But <laughs> what I'm saying is they wanted, um, you know, they, they wanted to date older guys. And I'm not saying yeah. older like 25, 26, but it was like the seniors or the guys who had just graduated or, or stuff like that. Yeah, and then, weird. And, but what, what happened was when we all became high school seniors, then they kind of wanted to date us. But we didn't want to really date them because... They had the chance. I think you spend enough time around somebody and you feel maybe a little devalued. Um, but like when I was a senior, I was 17. Yeah. And so like when I was dating like Leslie, she was 15. So we were, yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah, I remember. It's we're not a major part, even though like, you know, that's that's what it is. So. It's kind of like if you're all in school together, it's it's okay. But like we shouldn't make girls feel bad for being attracted to men. Men need to feel bad for acting off of the impulses of girls. Like that, that should be what it is. Like if your kid, <clears throat> if your kid finds your gun. And shoot somebody. You don't blame the kid. Because they're a kid. Now. When I say you don't blame the kid. 
you don't blame the kid for finding the gun. That's what I'm saying. Okay, I was like, wait. No, 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 no. Yeah. You don't blame the kid for finding the gun. The thing is, the kid can't process the actions. And when I say kid, I mean like a five-year-old finding okay. a gun. Okay, okay. I don't mean like a four, like a 16-year-old finding a gun. I mean like a little kid. Yeah, yeah, no. In a situation okay. yeah. like that, Understandable. Yeah. we don't okay. call, we don't say, oh my God, like this kid's a sadistic murderer. We say, wow, parent, you put that kid in a shitty position. Mm-hmm. To do something, yeah, yeah. My thing is like the reason that we have ages of consent are because we've determined as as a society that if you're of this age, you're not in a position to process your emotions and your impulses, especially as it relates to an adult. Yeah. All right. Um, and I'm not gonna argue semantics with anybody. Like. Oh, so maybe she wasn't 18, but she was 17 and seven months. It's like, no, I'm not not arguing semantics with you at all. Um, We've determined now the fact that it's different in different states, whole different conversation. And it's a weird conversation that is. I feel like that's something needs to be like a blanket. It should like like across all like just like just like the way it's like with. Bitch, in, in, every, in every state, it's yeah. like to buy alcohol is pretty much twenty one and yeah. up. Like that should be something like whole like across, but the country. But again, that that yeah. kind of tells you. That I don't what, believe what like, like that. Yeah. That tells you how people that run this country, where the importance is. Do you believe fifteen year old girls in Alabama read at a college level? Nope. Why are we treating them like they do? <laughs> you can't, you, I don't think anybody. I don't think anybody. Could you imagine that? Bitch, you cannot. If I ask you to read one page of Chaucer, your head will explode. <laughs> <laughs> but you can, but you can be out here fucking no, no. I'm against it. I know it. C spot run. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, but with the other thing, and I think, I think what people are trying to say, but they they can't really articulate it, is that when when money's on the line. Mm-hmm. When, because 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 Matt and his wife were asking yesterday, they were like, "How many people does R. Kelly employ?" I think that's a big thing. Yeah, like those people need to be locked up. You think about not just the, the success from his albums, but you think about the songs that he's written for people, like you know, he wrote for Michael Jackson. Like Aaliyah's estate eats off of stuff that you wrote. Like a lot of people. Are employed because R. Kelly's good at what he does, and that causes a lot of people to turn the other cheek. Yeah, you know, like yeah, absolutely, yeah. Oh, it was it was a rough watch, man. Um, but my my most concrete takeaway from it is there are people who say you should we need to separate the music from the art. Mm-hmm. Okay, which which I understand the desire to want to do so. My whole thing is. In the documentary, they explicitly state that while he was recording his albums, there were underage, naked girls in the studio. His albums are about fucking people. There's no way that you can convince me, a rational adult, that you believe when he was writing those songs, he wasn't thinking about underage girls. Like, we've been in the studio. You yeah, and I. Yeah, yeah, true. When we go to the studio, when we went to the studio, what used to be there? Hose. Well, 
Hoes were there. Hoes were definitely there. Yeah. Weed. Mm-hmm. Liquor. Yep. Lean. Yep. And guess what? And guns. And when we got in that booth, what were niggas rapping about? Hoes, weed, <laughs> liquor, lean, and guns. Yep. Not in that order, but you know. But yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. That was right. Yeah, the, the to... environment yeah. is what created the music. And then afterwards, we'd go to the club and be around hoes, yeah. weed, yeah. liquor. Tell them. Everything. I'm saying. Maybe lean even in someone's pocket. Outside but, of yeah. a music space, even when we do this, think about uh, the show we did on my birthday. Yeah. Right? Think about the show that we did last week. Like, we're talking about... Sex and relationships and drinking and we're liquors in the room. Yeah, women are in the room. Absolutely, like it, it's it's just a natural fit. Like you're inspired by your surroundings. There were multiple bedrooms in the studio. Yee, holy shit! Like, and people have said like sleeping in the studio it makes sense. Sometimes you're working hard and like you want to you know go crash, but multiple bedrooms and different girls were in each room. And they were underage. Like, R. Kelly's music is very, very intertwined with his personal life. Like, You Are Not Alone was written about a girl who was underage, who he had sex with, who had who lost a baby. You Are Not Alone, I Am Here With You. Though you've gone away, I'm here to stay. Yeah. Though you're far apart, you're always in my heart. Yes. It's like, think about how fucked up that sounds now, right? So, so yeah. Um, and, and this is not me saying that anybody who's a fan of R. Kelly should stop listening to R. Kelly. It's not my place to tell you how to digest art. Um, what I can say is, if we're in a space and R. Kelly comes on and I turn it off or I choose to to skip it, or I tell you, like, I don't want to hear that, or I leave the room, don't look at me like I'm crazy. Thank you, Banner. It's appreciated. But yeah, so, I mean, I, I think we should talk about it more in depth once we've kind of seen it all, because we, mm-hmm. I think we got through, like, the first four parts, and then kind of... I know that that like a woman on there from San Antonio, which is crazy. Yeah, he said he gave her the, he said he gave it, 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 it with the big STD cocktail. Yeah, because um, they ran an article on it on my essay. I think they leaked it before it, um, it it came out, and they were saying like, "There's one from San Antonio on there that's claiming that she got herpes, you know, from him." Mm-hmm. And it's like, eek. It's like, well, I mean, listen, that's a risk. This is what I'll say. Yeah, getting a sexually transmitted disease mm-hmm. is passing something to someone is a terrible thing to do to somebody. Um, You should probably take the proper precautions if you know that you're at risk of doing that to somebody. No, very true. I agree. Also, you shouldn't be fucking R. Kelly. It's not my job to tell you what to do with your pussy Mm -hmm. because it's yours and you can do whatever you want. But I would suggest not fucking R. Kelly. Can you imagine if she would have just went to the show and then after that got her keys and went home? Might not have. Can you imagine if she wasn't fucking R. Kelly? True. Like, and this is not exclusive to women. Because you even said you'd fuck the shit out of Casey Anthony. (laughs) 
I mean, no lies I, there. I do think that sometimes I wouldn't we're, pursue her though. But sometimes we're so blinded by our desires that we ignore all the signs of somebody we shouldn't deal with. Lord, Lord, Lord knows, boy, I, I kick some signs to the side, boy. <laughs> yeah, I, I've seen that too. Like yeah, you know, like you, you've had a, you've had to put them on, on the waiver. Man, it was like, hey, we can work this out some type of way. Oh, I, I've definitely seen breaking news. Cameron puts so and so on waivers. Breaking news. Shit. Breaking news. Yeah, because you've never, you've never been uh, up until. It took a while for me. Like, to, for like me for to pretty much off. college and from high school and college, you've never been known to just reject pussy, and then That's, all of a sudden, and then all of a sudden, seeing you like, nah, like you know, kind of then rejecting, like, whoa, nah, d- dodging hoes is cool. Two chains taught me. Yeah. <laughs> no, two chains. But that's, that's the fucked up part about it is sometimes like when <laughs> when we started doing that, I would do it just to tell y'all I did it. Like you know how like it's cool to be like yeah I smashed. Sometimes yeah. it'd be cool to be like yeah she was talking to me, but I kept it moving though. I kept it pushing though. <laughs> <laughs> we we are so shallow. Oh my god, <laughs> we are so fucking shallow. Uh, but yeah, not fucking R. Kelly would be. Uh, good advice. Yeah, don't, don't. I agree. If you can avoid fucking R. Kelly, try not to fuck R. Kelly. But yeah, Boondocks is right. Um, oh, they hit on the head. Yeah, yeah. Ten are years you, ago, are you fully aware of the extent to which niggas love R. Kelly? Because niggas love R. Kelly. Because Twitter was wild that first night. Like how you? <sighs> Boondocks is well ahead of his time. Let's do ago. this. Yeah, let's do this. Okay. I would. I'm gonna make a pledge right now. Okay. Um, and I hope other people do the same. And I'm not saying anybody I know does it. I just want to say it. Let's stop calling girls who are under 18 fast. Let's just stop doing it. Oh yeah. Most even absolutely. if even if they're out here doing the most, let's just not call them fast. Because yeah. Because. When you call a girl there are fast, women that have those tendencies too. Yeah, when you it's call, not, it's not fair to. Just, when you call yeah. a girl fast, um, it absolves the men that she deals with from personal responsibility. So that that's something I kind of want to like kill from the vernacular. Um, there's a guy I don't talk to to this day, um, Christian Smith. Um, you don't talk. To I don't talk to him because okay. it was something about. It might have been R. Kelly a few years back, but basically, like, something happened with some girl, and he got on Facebook and fixed his fingers to type, well, she probably wanted it anyway. And I haven't said a word to him since that day. Wow. Because it's like, why would your brain even go there? Um, They ran... um, He told on himself. There was a study at, I think, UC Berkeley in 2004, Peanut. Mm -hmm. Do you know the percentage of rape cases that have been determined to have been false accusations. How many? Throw a number out there. Percentage that have been actually In like 2004. Yeah. 10%? 2%. Oh. So, it's just like... And we I was, were talking gonna, to I was just gonna say three percent, yeah. but I should have went with. We three. were talking to Matt last night. Yeah. If if ten people accuse you of rape, and one of them is not lying, you're a horrible person. You're not a worse person 
for raping 10 people. Like, it's not like serial killing. You did it once. You're terrible. Like, you've taken... Well, actually, serial killers and killers are still both terrible, equally. But yeah, it's just the fact that people can be like, oh, well, this girl probably just wants money or all these people are coming out. It's like, no, but ignore all that, though. If you rape one person... That makes it you should rapist. be a rap. Yeah, yeah, it should be that's a rap. It. Yeah, you're it's not about how many point. people come forward. It's not about if Bill Cosby drugged ninety eight women. If he drugged one and took advantage of her in the situation, mm-hmm. lock him up. It's just not. It's not as complicated as people want to make it. I think that they feel like if one person lies about you for something wrong that you did, somehow it redeems you from the wrong that you've done. It's like no, you know, if I give you three life sentences. You're going to die off the first one. <laughs> Those other two are I, I never, show. I never understood that shit. You get multiple life sentences? Yeah. What, niggas might be vampires. <laughs> you, I've seen that. I forget what show that was. It's basically <laughs> like, I think somebody was like a vampire or, or some type of supernatural thing. And he really like survived his life sentence. Nigga was just in the cut looking 26 with a twisty mustache because he was a vampire. Oh, yeah, that's pretty dope. <laughs> But yeah, give you yeah, put them put life on that man three times. It's not bad. You ready to go back to work? Absolutely. No. Wait. Work work? Work like work. my career work? Work work. No. I, I've I've enjoyed sleeping into about noon, one PM like every day. And that shit stops tomorrow. I mean, I mean all tomorrow is just P D, but uh luckily for me, like what I understand is uh, all I gotta do is just go to like a a powerlifting professional development. Mm-hmm. So just basically learn how to lift weights correctly, which we've I've known since high school. So it's like, okay, so this ain't. I'm just going to be getting like credits to just sit there and have our strength and conditioning coach like be like, well, you should teach your kids to lift this. Okay, well, cool. Teach me what I, you know, if there's something else new, awesome. But uh, I probably know about 90% of what I'm about to learn tomorrow. I'm excited to get back into a routine. Like I went to work Thursday and Friday. Yeah. Um, And it was cool because like nobody's there. Man... Um. Yeah, these but I, kids, I these get, kids ain't shit. I get kids Tuesday. These kids ain't shit. But I get a new batch of kids. I get brand new kids. Yep. Well, see, and and that, that's the baddest thing I love about you know because uh, my class is a one semester. It's a one semester mm-hmm. class, so I don't have to do lesson plans because I just start the whole same bullshit over again. Nice. Hey, I these love kids, it. These kids ain't shit. I could tell um, you that. Years ago, I could have told you this. Fuck them kids, man. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> them kids. They're, no, no, no. They're, they're really sweet and they're precious. Like, I say they're precious like they're so much younger than me. Like, I'm 33. Most of them are in their 20s. Um, but they, they really are because, like, I want to see them win. And mm-hmm. the, sometimes they get really nervous. I don't know what they're doing. And yeah. then, like, I'll spend some time with like, okay, this is how we organize this. I'm going to send you this, this, and this. And then, like, I had a combo Friday at the end of the conversation. The kid was like, I, I just want to let you know, Mr. Hawkins, you've been a really big help. And um, I don't know how I was going to figure all this stuff out, and I really appreciate it. I'm like, shut up, Tim. Let me hear your like, shit. Shut your soft ass up. Fuck the kids, man. Figure but that no, shit out yourself. It was nice. I know. Fucked up story. It's Friday, and I'm like, yo, um, I'm realizing like I have this hour, I have an hour long lunch. Mm-hmm. Banner's a bit bigger, so don't look yeah, at me when is. I say your name. So he big arms and small me. legs, like someone else. Wow, he doesn't need <laughs> me to come home um, at lunch anymore. Like yeah. he's good for the day. So I'm like, okay, I have an hour. The gym is right down the street. I can work out every day at lunch. Um, 
So it's kid calls. actually eat lunch. I well, I drink a shake after. Um, that's how you were going vegan this year. We're Gross. not. We're not. I'm lying. Um, okay. But no, I have a, um, like a whey protein shake for lunch. Okay. And like I can just I, I don't see students, so I can sit there and eat lunch after lunch. I'm telling way too much about myself. Um, <laughs> ACC, so, I hope you're listening. Wow, thank you. <laughs> so, uh, okay, so I'm like, yo, I'm gonna go to the gym at lunch. So I change in my office. Mm-hmm. I'm stretching in my office. A kid calls like 15 minutes before lunch. I'm talking to him, talking to him. This is kid um, who goes to school in Florida, who's looking to transfer over here to do some computer science stuff. Um, I'm like, kid, do you have a decent job first wow. that can transfer? You don't, then get the fuck out of. Don't come to Austin. Yeah. Luckily, <laughs> he um, he goes to a school in Florida where the credits that he's taking should be transferable, like his basics. Mm-hmm. But he's doing computer science, so I'm like, look, I don't know if the classes you've taken in comp sci are going to transfer because that changes state to state, semester to semester. So I don't want to get your hopes up on that, but. Your Englishes, your histories, your governments, like all that, you should be fine, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So I'm talking, and then he's having a side conversation with somebody. He's asking me about specific classes, one after another. My dumbass took my pre workout 15 minutes into the convo, but, thinking we're about to get off the phone. Yeah, we had a 45 minute conversation. Florida people just be fucking up, man. Nigga, my ears were picking up KTFM. They were picking up the the summer jam and winter I jam. Definitely heard uh, if you want to be my lover in my ears. <laughs> my shit was on fire. I was like, no, it sucks so bad. Fuck them kids, man. Did you hear Stevie B on your ears? Stevie, shut up. Freestyle music. Wow, that's what they play to kid. Do you pick up yeah. heartbeats? <laughs> Peanut, how did heartbeat sound? <laughs> I want to give a shout out. To my boyfriend, Joker, that's locked up. Baby, I know you're locked away for 20 plus years, but I'm going to be here and wait for you and I'm going to hold it down. I love you, baby. While she's taking back shots, probably. Listen, listen, Christiana. I don't got... That nigga don't got no motherfucking uh, radio in jail. (laughs) Like... (laughs) This ain't the movies. He's locked up, locked up. You know why I'm trash, though? Why? I'll admit it. So, I'm just saying, fuck R. Kelly, right? Mm-hmm. I absolutely have an SPM song on my phone. I'm not perfect. Mexican radio fucking jams. And the ironic part about Mexican radio is the, the first Mexican verse. women that it attracts. Well, no. The first verse is about his boy who's locked up in the feds. And he has a line that says, uh, can't come home, but he said until then, could I look over his three children? I'm deleting that song right now. <laughs> oh my God. It's, wait. Can, I'm locked up, so can you watch my kids, South Park Mexican? Oh boy. Yeah. That, that was, I, that one's gone. <laughs> oh, that sucks. And it's crazy because there's still some people out there free SPM. Like, no, his ass needs to be thrown under yeah. the fucking mat. Then lock the fuck away oh my God. forever. Mm-mm-mm. So, I mean, our last episode mm-hmm. was technically before the New Year's. You've been sticking to your resolutions? I have. I have not had any sweets. Um, no McDonald's and that bullshit because, you know, like I said, I, I was sitting there with a break while playing Red Dead. 
And when I was playing with like Miguel and them, and I was thinking about it, I go, you know what? Because that, that conversation, like I said, it just randomly popped up my head, like just talking about, like you were saying, if we get to become more visual, like we can get more listeners mm. just based off the way we look. And so I'm thinking like, okay, even if I get in decent shape, like this could be an attempt for, you know, us to, to expand South Congress and maybe get the bag kind of if if we do awesome. If not, you know, hey, still awesome. But like my, my thing overall is like, you know, what, I don't want to fuck up the bag for us. So I, I need to get all my shit, too. And, you know, you're right. Like, I, I do need to get all my shit. Because I, I feel like what we have right here is unique. I mean, you had, you know, a, a lovely young lady sitting next to you, watching you podcast on YouTube. True, I saw that. True, um, it's a pretty cool feeling, isn't it? It was, and I told her, I go, it's weird. Look, she's like, why is it weird looking at you? I go, be, I go, I, I don't mind hearing myself, but when mm-hmm. I see myself, like I'm kind of like, oh, because I see all my facial reaction, like, oh, it's shit. a little surreal. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, that's me. You know, yeah, I did that. It's a little surreal. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's cool though. It's still cool. I enjoy it. And you know, hopefully, like you know, maybe somewhere sometime this month, like we can get another um, episode down in the uh, down at a uh, um, at permanent RCRD. Peanut. Mm-hmm. We've been fighting allergies for the last three episodes. Fuck Cedar. <laughs> oh my god, we've been dying. We appreciate you guys bearing with us. Um, we promise as as the year goes on, we won't be old dying men. True. Oh boy. Because cedar will eventually go away, and once it does, then we'll be everything will be clear and everything yeah. will be great. Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. what I blame with the static on. Um, South Congress Podcast, episode 50. David Robinson episode. Yeah. Um subscribe to or not subscribe, but um find the South Congress Podcast playlist on Apple Music. Mm-hmm. Um I feel like we can put that on Spotify too. Um, and make a YouTube playlist. Uh, mm-hmm. But basically, what we're going to be doing, finding a song that we like, whether it's new, old, or in between, either a song from an independent artist or an artist that uh, is more well known. If we find a good cover of that, we'll put that at the beginning of our show, and then we'll put the official song on the uh, on the Apple Music playlist. Um, yeah. So you guys kind of get a feel for what we do. December has been really. Kind of R and B vibey for me. Um, a lot of downtime. Um, you know, just kind of mellowing out, figuring out some things. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So um, I don't know. Maybe maybe that tone changes in January. Yeah. You know what January twenty second is? What is it? Um, I think the day after MLK Day is like the 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 day of the National Day of Racial Healing. Fuck these kids, man! What the fuck? <laughs> I, say, I, I, I know that Sunday we'll we'll be out a little bit later than usual, more than likely. Yeah, shit might be wild because I don't know I don't know what it is, but at least last year and more than likely, I'm betting to be like that again this year. When we went on MLK Day, that shit was lit. And you know what's bad? MLK Day is always the day I fight niggas. <laughs> My little kid's so mad at me right now. <laughs> want to fight a nigga on MLK Day. The, the one day you're not supposed to fight people. Gotta do what you gotta do. Do niggas fight on Boxing Day? I think they fight every day. But it's a Canadian holiday. Like, do they box on Boxing Day? Like, actual Canadians? No, I mean, yeah, oh. like, it's Boxing Day. Like, is that for boxing or like, is it like 
unboxing. Like, does everybody make a YouTube video pulling out their sneakers that day? They might, and if they actually do fight, they're definitely apologizing afterwards. Oh, sorry about punching you, don't you know? That was my Canadian voice. And it's funny, it's funny because um, uh, when, when I play ESO, I used to, we used to play with like about th- three, three or four other like Canadian people. They're like, cool as fuck. Mm-hmm. And they would say some shit and be like, hey, fucker. And they'd be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I apologize. Like, wow. If I listen the wrong direction, I apologize. Like, dude, don't, you don't have to apologize for anything. What the fuck, man? Like, stop being so nice. I, I, can't, be, I can't be an asshole to you. You're so stop goddamn nice. That maple syrup. Got, got their brain all <laughs> fucked up. Nah, man. South Congress Podcast, episode 50. My name is Cameron. And I'm Peanut. And we're out. Bye. Want to support the show? Want a specific topic, comment, show, or movie discuss? Supporting the South Congress Podcast on Patreon allows you to dictate the conversation. Visit patreon.com slash Seahawk for details on how you can support and guide the show.